Cool. Hi, and welcome to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast, highlighting artists, teachers, authors, philanthropists who are committed to planetary purpose, or in other words, holistic visions for planet Earth. My name is Julian Guderlai, and in today's episode, I'm hosting an interview with Juan Pablo Barahona. Juan Pablo is a transformational speaker, a leader, a visionary, holistic yoga teacher, healer, and coach. As the founder and director of Cabo Conscious Living School, he has created life-changing programs that are globally recognized and shared. These programs enable participants to realize their deepest potential and step into their inner wisdom and infinite power. Juanpa has impacted and inspired millions throughout his teachings at world-renowned events and festivals such as A-Fest, Mindvalley University, Bhaktifest, and Vision Festival, and others. As a trained professional in many arts, Juanpa uses his diverse background to create a unique teaching blend of quantum physics, kinesiology, holistic medicine, qigong, yoga, breathwork, and you name it. So with these words, I'm really excited to speak with you, Juanpa. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, brother. It's an honor to be here and share this space with you and everyone. Yeah, man, I'm excited. You're dropping in from Bali and we're just starting with, with this sweet theme of surrender and acceptance. And I want to just drop in right away there. And I know you have so much to share and give to people. Um, preach, man. I, I, just, I just love your energy and the way you, you, you can take these cosmical concepts and bring them into real life for us. Thank you. Well, the first surrender is about, you know, our internet going on and off, right? So it looks like it's going to be good, but sorry, everyone, if it, you know, just have some patience with us. We'll do the best we can. Sometimes in Bali, that's it. You have full internet, sometimes goes on and off. So we'll do the best we can and trust the process. But I feel it's such a lesson, right? Sometimes we get so attached on things being perfect and controlling. We think we control life. And I feel that that's the biggest mistake we can even have in life because when you look at it, we have no control. Like really, we are here to listen to the universal pulsation and wherever that wants to go. And if we listen to that and we follow it, that's the real success. We're, we're flowing. We're going with the flow. When we try to control it and cage it and do it perfectly, and it has to be a way or the other, that's our ego or our negative side of our ego. And things just don't flow that well. Things are rigid. Things that we're suffering because they can even look nice in the outside, but how are you living them? Are you, are you enjoying what you're doing? Are you, are you having the best time ever while you create magic or whatever you're creating, right? But that's what it's all about. Like we can have a balance there of both. Yes, give everything you can, everything you've got, but also be in the flow and enjoy the process and enjoy the results, whatever they are. I love it. Absolutely, man. You just touched on something that I, I like when you go there and it's, it's about negative ego, which makes uh, the logical, you know, follow up is there is a positive side of the ego. Can you demystify that for us? That's so good, brother, because I feel uh, in spiritual uh, or personal development, right? It's all about, oh no, kill the ego. What do you mean? No, yeah. why are that? that doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, man, I tried that for many years, you know? And no, you're always going to have an ego. An ego is here for a reason. Even the enlightened ones, what is enlightenment? Really, it's another layer of you letting go of negative ego so you can have a bigger vision of who you are and what life is. But there's always more. And actually, when you listen 
uh, to parts of you, you will find that there's a positive ego. Ego is here for a reason and it's here to support us. Like it's our personality. You can create it however you want and make an amazing, beautiful, shining, charismatic, magnetic person that's positive, that's all looking at the good in everything and giving everything you've got. But that's ego. Even if it's, it's, it's whatever you want, that's, that's your ego. So it's the more you actually nurture it and love it and know that you are the creator of the ego and you can actually create yourself in that way, the more you will be using ego for whatever you need to do in the world, whatever you're here to, your purpose. It's all, it's all divine. It's like the messenger, right? And the messenger is just delivering what needs to actually be shared. But the, the source and the substance, that's the infinite. That's the infinite truth of love. Um, exactly. I love that. Yes. The messenger. So refine the messenger. So the message comes up in the best way and it can be translated because we're translators, right? Of this message. So the more you refine the translator, the messenger, the clearer the message is going to be. Yeah. You know, what comes to mind is this famous song, this famous line, like don't shoot the messenger. But I feel like it's, I would, I would want to refine that and say in that context, it's like, don't overshoot with focusing only on the messenger, right? Like you, you shape your messenger, your ego into a, a way that it's, it's useful, but then that's it. Like leave it there and, and move on to what actually comes through. Exactly. And then you find that what looked like a negative ego was just potential to, if you, if you learn how to use it, for example, envy, right? Let's talk about envy you say like, oh my God, I'm envying somebody. This is worse. Like it's even my best friend or it's even my partner. You know, it's like, how am I envying somebody that this is horrible? Let me hide it. Let me put a mask. I feel so weird with this. Like, you know, and we play the game of like, no, I'm not feeling that and not acknowledging it. Instead of saying like, hey, yes, I'm feeling. What is this envy telling me? Look at this negative side of my ego and observe and ask. Yes. Uh, okay. So what do you want to show me? Why is the envy? Okay, maybe the envy is just a message for me to say, there's something more in my life that I'm not tapping into. What is that person showing me right now that is a part of me, but I'm not saying yes to it? Because that's what envy is. What you're feeling of uncomfortability and you're like, okay, what do I do with this uncomfortability? Instead of judging the person, instead of bringing them down unconsciously, instead of hiding it and putting under the pillow because you feel embarrassed to feel that, you're like, okay, welcome this envy. How can I step into this part of myself that I'm not stepping into? And then the ego comes up and, and is used in a positive way for you to step deeper into your purpose and into parts that were dormant inside before. Yeah, yeah, man. We were touching on something right before we started this recording, which I feel like cues in right, right well there. And that's leadership and like the wild side inside of us that when it breaks free and we, we kind of are beyond the battle of the ego, but we've integrated in, in the way you just eloquently explained, like what in, in, in that context of leadership and that like wild leadership from a place of soul, what do you feel, Juanpa, what do you feel is most required in this world today? I feel that we start leading from, from spirit, from our essence, from our heart, from our intuition, from our connection to source, and not from this negative side of ego. Because 
there's the ego is always going to be there but if we can tap into that observer that part of us that's aware and that can say no i'm not reacting from this space no i'm not gonna feed this part of my ego actually let me burn it down let me look at that blind spot because it's a blind spot it's not for the highest you have cultivated that presence that awareness to really you know like um just observe what do you which part of you you want to feed and which part you you don't want to feed anymore and you want to let it just be burned down because the moment you don't feed those parts of your ego they just they just fade away but the moment you try to hide them the moment you put a mask on them it's like oh no i'm just doing it for the high of it all but at the end you want it all for you you're just thinking about you you're leading for your own ego for your own for for your own needs instead of for everyone needs instead of for having the big picture that you're just a little piece of the puzzle in this world we forget it because we get caught up in our in ourself instead of the universal self so leading from this place of universal self i'm a messenger i'm a channel of this energy i am open to burn anything that is getting on the way of this message that wants to come through me this leading energy that wants to flow through me yeah very much so it's 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 like open the channel surrender and start start to surf it how do you yes how do you choose optimism every day in this world man like how do you connect with this form of optimistic energy that's like so passionate specifically in you yeah Yeah man it's it's been I've, I've made myself like this man I was a very negative dude bro I was super depressive in my life I I I went through a lot I was really hard on myself so since I was nine, I had lots of trouble with my my brother was dying and 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 I was I was always like on the negative side of stuff and we started going to 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 healers to shamans we started working things out i started seeing a spiritual perspective of life from a very young age and i took life very seriously in a way that i wanted to be the perfect the perfect son for my parents the perfect brother the perfect in school i was always looking for for perfection the perfect body the perfect look mm-hmm. uh, i didn't express my weakness because i had to be perfect for me it was all about being perfect the perfect meditator i was meditating at 12 years old and like like man just just being so hard on myself so hard brother that i disconnected from my human side mm-hmm. to such a point that at 17 i was going off in all kinds of substances to numb myself from sugar to all kinds of drugs that you can imagine for me to like enter into altered states of consciousness that was my excuse but at the end i was just numbing my humanness i just i was just trying to put all this stuff down that i had stuffed for so many years so what that lesson taught me is mm-hmm. like man let me be real let me be vulnerable let me accept all these parts of me that i don't even want to accept because i think i'm here and i want to be here but i'm not looking at at here so if i don't deal with this this is going to crumble down sooner or later i can play around here but it's not going to be real there's not a platform there's not a structure to hold me and the structure is accept my humanness, accept my negative side Mm. and start dealing with it. Start journaling on it. Start looking at why is this coming up? Where's my wound? Where have I been wounded since I was born? Where are my blind spots that I didn't want to see? Why do I get sad when Mm. people tell me 
criticize me or tell something about me that I don't like? Why do I get depressed when, when, when people judge me or people like, why is all this? Like I started questioning everything and being real, man, for me, that's step number one, be raw and real, stop hiding stuff. That's for me to be wild. Start being authentic from where you're at. And from there, you can transform anything you want, but get real. Yeah, man, I like, I 100% agree. I, I, I love that you shared a little bit of that adversity you had to go through through this chapter from a, a childhood teenager through abuse and, and, and all that. But I feel like this message of be real, if I were to describe the biggest issue in our collective society is that we're pretending like we're not humans. We're pretending like we all must be perfect machines, right? So very close to what you're ex expressing there. And so we're ignorant of our shadow side. We're ignorant of our destructive nature and i mean without getting lost there i, I want to make like a real a real life question here and you and and regan are traveling together offering coachings together are like well known at this point to to be this power couple who's come together to create right and without i've we met we've met once in person actually but that was a very short beautiful evening so i'm just assuming at this point and correct me if i'm wrong but i'm assuming that like any other couple there's still stuff that shows up every now and then, right? And how do you, yeah. how do you justify yeah. that form of being real? Where you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm right now I'm pissed or right now I don't feel good, um, but I'm, I'm being real and therefore I'm okay with that. Like, how does that look? How does it work for you? Because there's always people or a camera around in your life. That's right? such a good question. Yeah, man, this is so good. This is the questions that I love because I love sharing my humanness and how do we deal with it for me? That's the real deal, you know, instead of just preaching and, and theory and philosophy, and I'm all about that and mindset, but let's get real on this. So, so when we started, it was kind of weird because it was almost too perfect to be true. Mm. We were, I've done the work for, you know, 25 years, my personal development. She's done the work for 10 years. Well, she's like, you know, 15 years younger. So we've done almost like the same kind of work to the age that we're at, you know, and, and we know how to deal with stuff. We know how to rewire stuff. We know how to, but it was almost getting too perfect. Like there was stuff coming through or, you know, a wound was touched or something in our past, like something would be triggered from our past relationship that you bring to your relationship, right? Mm. And you start seeing it and we would like rewire it and work on it. And I, but there was, there was like the humanness was missing. So it was almost this emptiness that would almost push us away because we weren't letting ourselves feel the vulnerability of that space of the shadow or that, that little child that we all have that's wounded inside, you know, and that sometimes comes up. And it, it was kind of creating this empty space between us. There was no drama. We had no discussion. We haven't had a discussion in, in three years, man. Like I've gotten once a little bit fiery, you know, and because I'm, 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 that's something I deal with. Like you see my fire, passionate, that fire can get into anger if I don't know how to deal with it, you know, and I used to get a lot into that, but I, I learned how to use that energy for creation instead of destruction. Mm. But man, um, um, even though it was almost perfect, like the juice was missing. We were missing that vulnerability, that crying together, that, that, that like loving each other, hugging each other, holding each other on that space, not only of bliss, but letting ourselves feel those human sides. So we kind of had to go deep and, and, and dig into it and like, hey, let me tell me more what you're feeling. What, what did wake up? Like, I, I want to hear that part of you. I want to hear that side of you because it was very easy to like rewire. It's not that we were hiding it. it, it 
like we did the work it's done okay now i'm here now i'm showing up in this way but but no man we found that it's a human getting real and telling each other like that touched me like i felt like not good enough when you spoke to me like that or i did so much for you i didn't feel acknowledged i didn't feel appreciated and now i feel i'm carrying something i don't want to want to give you more of 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 my energy i'm i'm holding it for myself i'm just observing this this behavior that i'm having because you touched that wound in me you know like little things like that but it just made it so different and always speaking for ourselves because a pattern that i used to have in my old relationship was like you because you made me feel this because you didn't think of me because you knew i was hurt and you spoke to me like that anyway and because you 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 and now it's like me 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 let me talk about me let me talk about what i'm feeling i was touched i was triggered i and then the other person does like oh wow okay thank you let me look at myself because you opened my heart you were so vulnerable i just want to tell you my side of the story so all of a sudden we were dancing this shiva shakti this feminine masculine energy between us she's not the the the, the feminine and i'm the masculine we're both and we both course, play yeah. around these roles of like let me just hold you let me just love you and, and let me just be there for you and let me just surrender be the feminine just let my emotions out like we are both of them and we found this beautiful balance harmony by being human by being raw by being real yeah man i i like what's coming up there as a theme through you like because like being human, being radically human and being that full spectrum quantum human who is both feminine and masculine. And even though, I mean, you're obviously like, like a strong dude and she's this like queen goddess, but at the same time, we both all have, have both sides in us, right? And by embodying yeah. that all the way, I feel like the theme I'm hearing, and this is something that's so relatable to my own life right now is, is like, let's be human because we're here to be the humans. We're, we, we, yes, we're one spirit. Yes, we're one in the infinite truth of love. But actually, there's a reason why we incarnate into this uh, illusion of separation because we're, we're curious as consciousness if we can break free and back into this higher self to reconnect and, and experience as, as this guy that I call Julian or this guy that you call Juanpa, right? But if we're not actually experiencing the desires and the ideas and the creativity and the passion I love your fiery passion, man. Like, honestly, I, I wish there was more of that sometimes because the, the South American or, or, or Central American, in your case, like vibe of, of just fire and passion. I miss that on the West Coast and South, in North America sometimes. I feel like we're all trying to be overly politically correct. And I'm like, really? Yes. Like, no, no. Like, let's, let's bring it on. Let's roll in the mud and let's see what happens, you know? I think a balance is good, right? Because the fire also can, can, can burn people out. It can be too much. You can get angry. You can get nervous. You can get frustrated. So that's been my whole, because I, I have been very fiery. I numb my fiery out when I was like a teenager. I was almost mm -hmm. like, like, uh, like uh, before a teenager, I was almost too much. So I tried to fit that perfectly. And then in a teenager, I rebelled. I was like, I don't care. I'm just passionate and whatever. And that's when I started going into substances and stuff. And then I'm like, okay, man, yeah, just enough, uh, you know, to have that drive, to have that inspiration, that passion, but 
learning to be the water, also learning to be the mountain, being stable, being present, being in silence, being in that beautiful, you know, feminine that just opens the arms and it's able to take anyone. I don't even have to, to speak. I don't even have to do anything. I'm just, mm. I'm just there, you know? So it's like that, that balance is, it's, it's really good, but you're right. I feel that the, 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 the society needs more of that fire of people finding their passion. Why they're here? What moves you? We're not, so fucking not afraid so, of doing the things wrong, I, man. I feel like we're yeah. so afraid of doing the wrong thing. Yeah. I know. And you know what? I call this like you get lost in, in, in your, in your, in your shadow purpose almost, you know, you, you get lost in your, in your, in your shadow self because man, you think, uh, uh, for example, like you're good at something, right? And all of a sudden you're good at, I don't know, man, I was, I was really good at, at giving, at, at cooking, you know, and, and I was a nutritionist for like, that. this was like 15 years ago. I was all about holistic nutrition. I was all about helping people getting fit and healthy. And like, I the soul thing into it, but it wasn't very much about recipes and come and I'll teach you how to cook and how to do the best things ever. I was so good at it, man. I was making so much money. I was helping so many people, but at a point I'm like, man, this is not my thing. I can mm. be really good at this. I'm super creative. I get people going, but I'm not here to teach just cooking nutrition classes. I'm a, I'm a spiritual leader, you know, and, and that's not just about food. Food is 5% of what I want to teach and it's really important. And yes, you can clear yourself, you can detox. That's very important to clear your channel, but there's so much more. I see so many people getting lost in that. And I was lost in that for a while. I was in my shadow purpose, actually playing small, doing tons of money, helping tons of people, but man, my wings weren't open. So I had to put that off and say, Juanpa, this is not feeling good anymore. I don't care how much money, like, I want to open to deeper layers of me. Like, what is that I really love? And it was really about waking people up, helping them in their purpose, yeah. awakening their core, awakening parts of their brain that were dormant. And that's when you got me like, I'm unstoppable, man. I wake up before sunrise. Naturally, I'm fired up to do my practice. And how am I going to help the world now? What, am, what video am I going to do? what I'm going to share, where am I going to go? You know, and I go to sleep, like really not wanting to sleep because I'm, I'm just so <laughs> yeah. passionate, man. I know I have to sleep and I have to rest, but I have to almost force it, you know, because I'm so fired up with life and with my, my purpose in life. So that's the difference between divine purpose and shadow purpose, you know? Mm. I like it. And I'm really glad that you made that evolution for one to bring that amazing uh, distinction for us um in your classes your courses your coaching and right now here on the show in this moment but also because like that's the kind of role models we need man like you know i'm i'm 31 at this point and i, I i've gone through a massive massive time span of frustration because i felt like i was always called out for being too much as a kid i traveled the world before i was 20 spoke a bunch of languages before i was 20 because i was like life is amazing and then at some point i got dulled out and then i started you know using the substances and so forth. I think I never really overdid it, I would say, but it, it hit the point of where I was just hiding. I was just hiding because I realized I'm already doing good. So let me not do amazing because then I'm just open for criticism again. Right. And so wow. breaking through that is a massive, was a massive wall for me, but here's, here's kind of the segue into the next question. And this is one of my core curiosities on this planet. And The reason why I shared a little bit of my own story there is also because I kind of wished that was in place when I was a child, 
because I don't really believe in this you're too much philosophy, this ADHD epi ep epidemic. It's, it's a joke, you know, and, and you're a father. So my question is this, if you could single-handedly or with a group of people change the education system at large, what would you do? Man, that's, that's an amazing one. I would say instead of making them learn stuff and memorize stuff is really helping them tap into their full potential. They, we all bring who we are, our gifts, our purpose, everything is inside. So actually motivate them to find what they love. If it's music, if it's art, if it's like, um, I mean, for example, the spirituality and the personal development, we all love that. We all want to be better. We all want to be good, like human beings. We all have that essence, but they never teach us. They never teach us the basics on how to observe the mind, how to refine the mind and focus it and clear it, you know, from a carbon to a diamond, how to use it as a computer, how to listen to your soul, how to listen to your heart, how to have balance between masculine and feminine, how to love your body, how to be as healthy and fit as you can, not because of vanity or what they're going to say, because you love yourself so much, how to love yourself in so many ways with simple things, how to love life with the simple simplicity of life not from ego wanting 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 more but knowing everything's inside of you how to tap into that and from there you live in so much abundance that naturally it's going to come out who you are what you love what you're here to do your passion is going to be like flourishing like crazy nobody has to all we do as parents or teachers is hold space a little bit you know if there's too much fire okay let's 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 find the balance if there's too much water let's light up the fire what lights you up we're there to hold space but everyone brings their codes inside everyone has their essence their soul we have nothing nothing to teach them more than hold space for them and help them nurture that that they have already inside Mm, well, I love based education, right? Like holding space so that we can arrive in the physical container that is life because we're in these like amazing human bodies. I hear you, man. I, I like that. Yeah, bro. And that's for me, it's like the authentic self that we all are. We all have that energy. And that's why, for example, in our leadership trainings, this is what we do. We help people come. We go, we go, we go wild, man. We go and, and, and uncover that, like the emotions, uh, the parts of our bodies, the muscles, the core, like we, we tap into that wild energy that all of a sudden starts waking up the nervous system, start waking up the chakras, the vortexes of energy, start waking up dormant parts of the brain. And we start remembering who we are in every level. We start owning the power that we're here to embody in every area of our life, not just our business, not just our relationship, not just the body, everything. But in order to do that, we need to release the blind spots that we all have been domesticated with. Since we're born, mm. they tell us, you have to be this, you have to be that, you have to look like this, that's not good, you can't express that, blah, 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 instead of actually helping us keep that freedom and that power and that energy that we all have as kids, all the kids. They're all wild. They're naturally wild. We're all wild. But how can we refine that wildness and, and, and have it in mastery? For me, that is the path for all of us to really find that authenticity where you feel fulfilled, you feel complete, you feel an inner peace because you have found yourself. You have found God or the universe inside of you. And now, now you are ready to open your wings and fly. 
Yeah, beautiful. I can totally imagine a world where that's like the norm, uh, the new normal from our perspective right now. And and we can, you know, just admire each other for those codes that you just mentioned, the codes with which we come onto this planet, like the stuff that's kind of almost dormant in people's souls right now. I have another more pragmatic question for you, and that's just because I know you travel so much. Um, yeah. What are your three favorite places in the world? Mm. Man, that's a, that's a big one. And probably difficult, but yeah. <laughs> it's really difficult because I have, I have so much love. We travel 20 countries a year, and the ones that we really fall in love with like that's why we we, we chose to, to travel there but but man for me it's um it's it's a really hard question like definitely i love i love peru mm-hmm. i love peru and the mysticism and the shamanism and the connection to to the ancestry and the connection to 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 the to the to the galactic lineage, there's there's so much there happening. There's so much. It's a vortex of energy right now. It's like the Kundalini energy of the earth is there right now. Is that Ooh, is the pulsation? Yes. It was. It used to be in India in Tibet for two thousand years. That's, That's why everybody went. Now. Yeah. It, it's now in South America, especially around Peru, Chile, all that zone. So you go, you feel it, you know. So every time I go there, it's like upgrades, like intuition full off. Like I just love it, and it's really beautiful. I love Costa Rica because the lushiness, the abundance, the green, not only because I'm from there or was born there, but I just, I just love it. It gives me that sense of, of beauty, of, of abundance. I see myself reflected in nature so much. So mm. I love going to, to places like that. And um, man, I'm, I'm, loving, I'm, loving, I'm loving Bali, especially this part where I'm in Bali right now, Candidasa. It's, uh, it's how Bali used to be. So you find all the temples, all the spirituality there's such deep connection with with spirituality here like everybody is so tapped into it everyone is not forced it's not a a religion that you have to do it it's done with so much love and devotion that i just i just it just transpires everywhere but you don't have the tourism in this part of bali you don't have the tourism that you find in in ubud or in seminyak so i i just found this bali using use wasn't my favorite the last years but this part of Bali, I just, I just don't want to leave. I want to live here, kind of thing. That I can't, but that I, I would live. Well, luckily here. you don't have so, to choose. So yeah, I think those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, that's that's the the beautiful part. You know the whole world. So I thought I'm going to ask you because it's always it's always nice to hear what what lights people up in terms of places and energies and yeah, man, I totally feel you on Peru. I spend a lot of time now in Brazil, and it, it the, the south of Brazil feels very similar to that it's it's the kundalini of the earth is like whew, yeah and for example for people i want to add because i love that for example i love la because i go and magic happens every time i go so it's not the place in say but the edgy the vortex the people the client next time ever every time i go i don't want to leave i'm like i want to live man this is so good like everything just blows up like and my 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 influencing program everything like it's just over the top so I, you know it, it all depends yeah need i need the la medicine too you know i love going back we, we go in a month i think after valley and 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 we we come because of that so so yeah it's it's hard to choose man yeah yeah that's that's why i'm asking too though because <laughs> i like those questions where it's easy to say oh i love it all but it's like no we're also here to choose right so Yes. Yes. I have one more, one more like high level question, and then and then one more like pragmatic question. And so, 
the, the more meta question is actually what made me start this podcast uh, over two years ago, which is this idea of earth vision, this idea of planetary purpose, and this idea that is very much um, anchored in the indigenous uh, philosophies from, from all the indigenous people, and that's seven generational thinking. And yeah. so my question to you is, if we had a seven generational vision as planet earth, like literally as, I don't even know, the governing body, the United Nations, or even a better governing body that we, could, that we can come up with, but if we had a seven generational plan, if we had this 200 year vision, in your own words, what would it look like? What would be part of it? I think it's already happened. The old system survived, economic system down, the is down, like people are really waking up and rebelling and, and it's just beginning. So I feel old world is gonna fall down. As we, as, as we were saying, the energy in the earth, the Kundalini, the internal energy of the earth that you can actually measure is the Schumann frequency. It has changed from 7.84 thirds. Like that's huge, bro. That's like four more than four times that you can feel it. You can feel it if you're sensitive, you're not sensitive and you're not in the personal development, like spiritual path and you're not upgrading yourself. You're believing hell on earth instead of heaven on earth. So, so heaven on earth is going to be embodied slowly and whoever doesn't catch up with this, don't add to that, is going to be living hell on earth to a point that they're crazy, they're going to get ill, cancer is going to be, you know, in, in three people, one is going to have cancer, that this is stuff that it's being measured and diagnosed, you know, like everywhere. And we can see it with 5G coming out now with like um, all these all this, uh, this, um, technologies that are really affecting the human being. So, there is going to be a clearing. There is going to be um, all this fading away of what's not aligned to the next frequency of the earth. What we call stepping to the fifth dimension, mm -hmm. right? Not getting to woo-woo, but it's, it's really a vibration. It's all vibration. You can measure it. It's about hertz. The earth is entering this hertz that is going to go higher and higher. And the ones that are aligning to this are going to live in, you know, the dream life love, support, a different kind of currency is going to exist. It's not, it's not going to be the money that's, that's managed by five families in the world right now. It's going to be ego-driven. It's going to be heart-driven. It's going to be spirit-driven. It's going to be like really nurturing those parts of us that are helping us thrive, that are helping us, that are aligned to our soul and not to the ego, not to the hustling, not to the pushing, not to the forcing not to that masculine energy that has been leading the way that the i would say the the negative masculine right the low vibrational masculine that destructive yeah. masculine now it's going to flourish the loving masculine the balanced masculine that both energies are going to be balanced and it's going to be all guided by love brother a beautiful love of of, of expansion of connection of co-creation of inspiration of creativity of of stepping into our full potential that's that's how i see it and it's happening boom yeah i love that i i really really enjoy your, your passionate answer there cool i have i have another one for you and that's more personal and it's it's simply around trust i feel like trust is an, a very interesting topic with that evolution that you just mentioned so what is required for you to experience and feel trust for me trust comes from a place of being accessible, being available, 
trust can't come just out of nothing because you're going to be trusting from ego and ego plays around many different ways, especially the negative ego. So the trust has to come from the connection of your essence, your soul, your highest self, however you want to call this, the greatest version of yourself. It doesn't matter because I, I don't want to get religious here. It's nothing to do with religious, has nothing to do with however you want to name this infinite energy. It can be God, it can be infinite love, it can be uh, highest vibration available, the, the unified field, call it however you want. Is that totally. pulsation that is everywhere in everyone has no time has no space it's vibrating in you right now the moment we are accessible we are available we take time to breathe to be present to close our eyes to go inside to let just ourselves be taken by this energy and that takes time that's what we call the soul gym that takes some time so um the moment we do that um then we start really tapping into listening to that inner voice that is always available to us. We start nurturing that inner voice. What feels right from our gut, right? What doesn't feel that right? I don't care how much masks they put on it, how beautiful they said it for me. It doesn't feel right. I, tr I start trusting that gut feeling, that intuition that is from my body. It's not seeing angels and rainbows and colors. It's not a woo-woo thing. I can actually feel it. And I start listening to that. And I start going through that. Through, you know, uh, having mistakes and like, oh, I listened, but I didn't go. Oh, I listened, but I went anyway, you know? Like, I, I listened, I didn't listen. You start refining that inner voice and you get so good that you start trusting it, that you start trusting like, no, I know that even if this party looks amazing and all my friends are going and mm, there's free food, the best organic food, the best people, the best music, I don't care. I feel, I know I'm going to trust that. I'm not going to come from my mind. I know that God feeling, but it takes some time to cultivate that. Yeah, that was a great example. I liked that. I liked it a lot. Juanpa, thank you so much for taking so much time and then dropping in and sharing some of your, your like really epic um, distinctions, actually, brother. I find those are really helpful because there is, there is such a clear path to freedom when we allow ourselves to feel what's going on, right? Like, it's all right that the ego has a voice in your mind. Just, just know that it's just one of the voices and you don't have to actually follow it. Is there anything else you'd exactly. love to share? Anything else you'd exactly. love to shout out? Man, just everyone to, to, to deeply commit, to trust yourself, know that your gifts are inside of you, know that, that your heart is connected to, to the infinite, that you're here for a reason and that your mission and your vision will be revealed the more you trust the process of inner alchemy, the process of revealing and unveiling the blind spots that are holding you back the process of stepping into your highest self. Like we are all connected already. There's nothing to reconnect. That connection is always there. It's just taking time to listen, to follow your passion, to go inside, to question everything and to really nurture your soul, to really nurture that connection with the greatest version of yourself. And you build it, man. You walk it, you be it, you, you breathe it, you commit so much to it. And then it just, your dream life, just is embodied, is materialized through this deep commitment to yourself. Mm. Very much so. Juanpa, thank you so much again. Thank you.
all so much. Thank you so much for opening this space. I want to invite everyone also to reach out in Facebook if they if they can. Like I'm available. I love I love connecting with people. I love questions. I love you know messaging them directly. I live always two three hours a day to to message my clients and message people that are are looking for answers that I want to have reflections that want to upgrade their lives. So I'm I'm, I'm offering a lot of free online trainings. Also I I offer a lot to help. In, in, in every area of their lives. So reach out. This is my purpose. And I would love to know anyone who's committed to, to step deeper into their game. And that's that. Another episode of Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. I hope you truly enjoyed this one and received some insights, knowledge, and a form of learning that you can directly apply to your life, into your relationships, or maybe even into your business and the way you show up for the world. Because this is a movement and we're all part of it, very much so, and we're in this together. We're here to create a world of a triple bottom line, where you win, I win, and the entire planet wins. We're raising consciousness together, and you know that. That's why you're listening, that's why I love you. So make sure to share the love. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app, Invite a friend to listen to a Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. And if you have an idea who else you'd like me to interview, make sure you reach out and send me a suggestion. Definitely check out greenplanet-blueplanet.com, the website to the podcast. I've created a lot of different offers for you, free content, free meditations for you to amplify your connection to self, the state of social impact in the world, and for you to connect and listen to who you could support of the people that I actually interview because their missions are ongoing and a lot of them need more collaboration. And after more than 100 episodes now, with some of the world's leading social impact experts, I have synthesized my most inspired learnings and takeaways to create coaching and mentorship programs for you and the people around you. Let me share with you about planetary purpose coaching and mentorship experiences. If you're in a space in your life where you're ready to level up to amplify who you are, what's coming through you and what you're doing to give your gift to the world, then I would love to hear from you and I'd love for you to apply to one of my private mentorships or group mentorships because getting all of the juice, all of that life force that's in you out into the world is something you deserve and the entire world around us deserves. Also, I work with people who are entirely new to this, to the topic of planetary purpose or the topic of meditation, the topic of inside evolution and revolution. And if that's you and you're ready to step out of the ordinary and into creation, or if you know someone who is totally ready for that, make sure to check out the website or share the website. And you can also always shoot me a message on Instagram. I'll definitely read it and get back to you. Because, like, guys, this is real life. Let's be in touch and let's create this together. Last but not least, there's a few different group experiences I host, both in person and online. All of them are quantum learning environments, and I'm happy to tell you more. So simply inform yourself and stay connected, because whatever resonates with you, I'm here to support you and bring out more purpose into the world. And with that being said, wherever you are in the world, make sure to be you, show up all the way, be all in. Connect with someone today, make them smile, have yourself a stellar day. Lots of love to you and until soon.